I'm reading 1 Corinthians chapter 13. This is the love chapter and what should be the foundation of all of our lives and is the foundation of this ministry. It so reads, If I can speak in the tongues of men and even of angels, but have not love, that reasoning, intentional, spiritual devotion, such as is inspired by God's love for and in us, I am only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, and understand all the secret truths and mysteries, and possess all knowledge, and if I have sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains, but have not love, God's love in me, I am nothing, a useless nobody. Even if I dole out all that I have to the poor in providing food, and if I surrender my body to be burned, or in order that I may glory, but have not love, God's love in me, I gain nothing. Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy, is not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. It is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way. For it is not self-seeking, it is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes, is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. As for prophecy, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, it will be fulfilled and pass away. As for tongues, they will be destroyed and cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away it will lose its value and be superseded by truth. For our knowledge is fragmentary, incomplete and imperfect. And our prophecy, our teaching is fragmentary, incomplete and imperfect. But when the complete and perfect total comes, the incomplete and imperfect will vanish away, become antiquated, void and superseded. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. Now that I have become a man, I am done with childish ways and have put them aside. For now we are looking in a mirror that gives only a dim, blurred reflection of reality, as in a riddle or enigma. But then, when perfection comes, we shall see in reality and face to face. Now I know in part, imperfectly, but then, I shall know and understand fully and clearly, even in the same manner as I have been fully and clearly known and understood by God. And so faith, hope, and love abide. Faith, 
conviction and belief respecting man's relation to God and divine things, hope, joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation, and love, true affection for God and man, growing out of God's love for and in us, these three, but the greatest of these is love. My God. Glory to God. Come on, that's a Selah. Man, if you're a believer, you can be seated in heavenly places. The realm of God. My goodness. My goodness. Good to see everybody. Mm. Man. Welcome to Welcome Ministries, where we believe in the one new man in Yeshua, Jew and Gentile. The new man being revealed. Amen? The new man got to be revealed. I ain't talking about the old man. I'm talking about the new man. The, the hidden man of your heart. He has to be revealed. Mm, how many of y'all are still playing with that old man? That old nature. Well, that leads to death. Mm, my goodness. Let me make my spiritual connection. Mm -hmm. All right, we had the oil of joy singing. I mean, we got some oil in here. Mm -hmm. See, <laughs> you don't realize sometimes when you come in here, you put a voice print in the atmosphere. And when you got something going on, I don't hear your voice print. <laughs> you know, like your fingerprint identify you. One of a kind. Mm, oh, y'all not walking in love. Oh, see, you got to be in a place where you cannot hide. Uh, you're going to be deceived. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm going to turn to the word. Don't worry. Y'all know me. You know how you know what I'm doing. Man. Some of you just need some peace. Speaking of peace. I got this song that's been in my me and Minister T, we've been, we've been we've, you know, we would, I was trying to sing. She was singing better than me, I think. Minister, <laughs> right where you are, and you got to flow with your past now. You got to be able to shift. You know what I want. I want a few bars. <laughs> Just sit down right where you at. You feel comfortable. You ain't got to stand up. <laughs> you know, and I need the minister on the keyboard. I need him to flow with you. Amen. All right. Now, this going to minister to somebody here. Because it's too much turmoil right now. Let the peace of God flow through my life Until all that's wrong in me has been made right Holy Spirit fill me up until I overflow Overflow Overflow. Oh, let the peace of God flow through my life until all that's wrong in me has been made right. Oh, Holy Spirit, fill me up until I overflow. Overflow. 
overflow. Oh, Jesus. Come on. Oh, let the peace of God flow through my life. Until all this wrong in me has been made right. Holy Spirit, fill me up until I overflow. Overflow, overflow. I'll be able to walk on water. Come on. I can walk just like he did. I'm going to speak the word only. I'm going to talk just like he did. I'll kill this flesh daily, yeah. I'm going to live just like he did. I'm going to kill this flesh daily, yeah. I'll live just like he did, oh. Walking on water, walking just like he did. Hey, hallelujah. Killing my flesh daily. I'm living just like he did. Y'all know the words. <laughs> Speaking the word only, I talk just like he did. I kill my flesh daily. I'm gonna live just like he did. Walking no water, walking just like he did. Speaking the word only, I talk just. Hey, hallelujah! I kill this flesh daily. I'm gonna live just like he did. Killing my flesh daily. I'm living just like you. Walking on water. Hey! Walking just. Speaking the word only. Talking. Can you kill your flesh daily? Living just like he did. Killing my flesh daily, living just like he did. So let the peace of God flow through your life. Until all that's wrong in you has been made right. Let Holy Spirit fill you up until you overflow. 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 Just a little bit. Just need just a little bit. So that's like a B12 shot. Come on, y'all need just a little bit. Boost you up. Come on now. My God. Speaking the word only. See, that's what's wrong. Y'all not been speaking the word only. Yeah, speaking the word only. Oh my God. I'm trying to get people to really understand when they hear music. See, it's not about the music. It's about the yoke-destroying anointing that's on the minstrel at that moment for you. I didn't just make that up. You need that. If you can receive what he's saying, what the Holy Spirit is saying, man, fix all that's wrong with me.
And I'm going to stay there until it's made right. See, but y'all... You can't do it on your own. And you need Holy Spirit. Stop Listen, stop quenching the Holy Spirit. Let him work. Let him convict you. So y'all can't get to the fullness of God in the relationship that we're supposed to have with him. Got too many barriers up. Too much you in there. He's supposed to love correction. I got this thing about deception. When I was in the world, you know, I was in all kind of religions and stuff, and it's all deception. Then when I come to where the truth is supposed to be, not only we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be lived out. It's a difference. You can't live out the truth. They don't have the truth, but you have the truth. So it's hard for you to live out the truth. Man. When I see how he manipulates and uses us with the word of God and he deceives us right here, sitting right here. You got to love what God loves and you got to hate what he hates. And, I'm, and you just see it on people. Pride, selfishness, bitterness. You just don't want to be in that line where he says, I never knew you. No, but it's not real to us. It's not real to us because if it was, we would treat each other differently we don't we forget we talk to each other any way we want husband and wife talking any way they want to each other or not talking which is worse which is immature obviously I'm here I'm going to stay right here see people amen amen little child should lead them correct them all the time and I hug him. I love him. See, that's what other part. We don't get that. God, while he corrects us, he really hugs us while he's correcting you. But I can't. I need man to get out of the way. Yeah. I, can I just flow? Can I just flow? All right. I'm trying to weigh the size. Who's heavy over here? Mm, who's heavy over here? You know, your countenance show everything, even when you're faking. Okay, okay. See, I love you, so I, I got to see you. I, I have to shepherd. This is what I do. And if you're thinking wrong, I got to make sure you can have a choice to think or make the right choice to think correctly. Right, right. To think correctly is a choice. You need a shepherd. Just like a family needs a father. Okay. okay. Hmm. Man, I hate deception. You know what's worse? We, we sit here and we deceive. If you are governing your life 
after this scripture. We will speak differently to each other. You know that? We'd be excited to see each other. I'm always excited to see my wife. I'm always excited. I hate departing from her. See, I'm, I'm not boasting. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you my commitment to her. I'm just telling you how I feel about her. Okay. Men. I got like, I got like, women. See there, see there, see there, see there, see there. Oh, man. (sighs) I'm trying to lead you. I'm trying to lead you. My job is to lead you on the path of righteousness. I'm trying to lead. I'm trying to men, I'm telling you, they're the hardest ones to lead. I don't want to demeanor you or diminish your manhood. What I want to do is amplify it. That's, right. that's what I want to do. That's what a that's what a father does. Son, be better than me. Supersede me. And this is the thing. Man, this is really tough. When it comes to men. In the relationship, since we're talking about this is part six, we're going to get there. But there's a few other things I got to get to before we get there. Can I do that? I'd like to get, see, the condition of your home is the condition of the father, of the husband. That's the condition of the home. If he's selfish, you got a selfish home. If he's prideful, he have a prideful home. The condition of your home is the man, is him. It does. What's wrong with our daughters is our men. Your job is to protect her, show her, help her judge instead of you abusing her. That's what happened in our home. See, nobody want to talk about the little dirty secret. You in a real, you, you in a real, see, if you can't teach the whole canning of scripture, the whole counsel of God, you're not in church. I specialize just in faith. No. Because faith works by love. I just, I just do it on finances. No. And this is what they do. I specialize in this. This is my anointing. I specialize in this. Now you have to keep the whole counsel of God. From Genesis to Revelation. We go to churches. We just sit there and we just don't know what being taught to us. But I'm going to show you a scripture that you, are, you have to take heed to what you hear. You're accountable for what you hear. Okay. I'm serious about mine. Huh? I want to get this thing right. 
I have to. I have to. I have to have a report. I have to have a, a separate meeting with God about you. Amen. Okay. Did you take, huh? We, we have to take your walk serious. Okay. <clears throat> we don't. We, we're not doing it. First, there's no fear of God. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I can't talk to you in any way I want to. I might want to, but I can't talk to you any way I want to. I told you this is what we're not doing. See, I could just do this with the men. I could go to your wife. We're talking about relationships, right? And ask the church, the bride, how is the husband man? And if she has fear of God, she'll tell you exactly what's wrong. See, you go to the man, he's going to be saying this, that, and that. Well, you know, it's this and that. Well, she did this and I did. You know, it was all hey, her fault. <laughs> Bible said, let a man examine himself. Okay. If you're imbalanced at home, when you come in here, we're imbalanced. If you're divided at home, when you come here, we're, we're, we're divided. If you're in a relationship with somebody and you divide it, then you divide it when you come in here. See, nobody want to just teach the... I mean, it's like you got to lay down this foundation to actually, before we actually receive the word, the word has to be presented. And I'm trying to present the right thinking of how we treat each other with God's love. It's his love, not your love, it's his love. First, you need to repent. There's some spouses in here that just really need to repent. Now, I didn't say be remorseful. Repent means turn away from, take another thought, and burn down that place that you used to be in. Selfishness, pride, unforgiving, burn that house down so you can never return back to it. I think I'm in there. See, it's like relationships. We are, the world is supposed to see our relationships. The world is supposed to see our marriages. And that's supposed to draw them, knowing that you're going through all kind of hell. And you still have joy? You just got fired and you still have joy? And how we respond, they're supposed to see that. Because you should know you're going to be taken care of. Many are the afflictions. Of the righteousness. But see, the, the world ain't, they don't want to come here because they're better off there because we just hate everybody. We don't love nobody. We're not successful in our marriage, our relationships. We're not faithful to our God. You give when you want to give, what you want to give, how you want to give. Serve it to everything. That's how the church do. You're supposed to be the light of the world. You're supposed to have the answer for them. How you live your life. You're supposed to have the answer for them. Our marriages here reflect this ministry. The families in here reflect the will of God. We don't have no fear of God. Yeah. 
None. We can do what we want to do. Say what we want to do. I mean, it's just, it just behooves me how we are mindless about what God expects out of us if he's inside of you. I'm, my question, is he really inside of us? Because you wouldn't talk the way we talk to each other. You wouldn't do the things you do. And then there's no conviction. Selfish. No conviction. For me to say what I want to say to you was, it, first of all, there's something wrong with my heart. As a man, okay, so is he. It don't defile you what goes in. It defiles a man what goes out of him. So you're not fussing at me. You're not fussing at me. It's supposed to be the God that's in me. So when you do that, he's mourning. What you don't realize is that you're going to have to take account of that idle word that you spoke. You have no fear. He said, be slow to speak. Don't marry an angry man. Don't fellowship with an angry man. Don't break bread with an angry man. But he cute, Pastor. Cute. He got a nice car. He got two houses and health care. Should, this should find you. How men, how have you treated your church this week? Oh, hmm? okay. wow. How have you treated your bride this week? Hmm? What idle words, what words that you say, what prayers that you were answered this week? This is scripture. How many of you went to bed and the Bible said, don't do that. Because your prayers will not be heard. Oh, I want to go some stuff on y'all. I, I got a side note that's, that's deep. Y'all ain't even ready for the side note. I can't go there yet. Y'all ain't ready. Some things y'all can't bear to hear yet that the word of God says. You can't bear. So don't think. My thing is you can't hide here. Mm -hmm. Look up. Look up. Don't write nothing. You can record this. Look up. No, they don't, they don't think the gifts are real and they don't work. I care about you. You hollering and praising God one minute, and then the next one you come in, something's wrong. Something, you ain't doing something wrong. There's a problem. There's something within you. That you haven't yet conquered. Because he done stole your praise. I take an account. In here. My job is to watch over. You spiritually. And if your spiritual elevation has dropped. There's a problem. If you shouting last week. And then this week you not. There's a problem. Okay. 
This is why we have to have the gifts because he's, Paul said, if I'll show you a more excellent way, love. But don't nobody want to love. Go to Psalms. 119.11. Oh, we're going to hit that. Don't worry. We're going to hit that. Don't you worry about that. Psalms 119.11. Psalms chapter 119 at verse 11. Your word have I laid up in my heart that I might not sin Against you. Oh, that's heavy. This show lives. I, I don't know if you hid the word in your heart. Because the enemy has come and stole it. So it won't hit. Right on the surface. Right where your emotion and feelings are. Mm-mm-mm. I don't tell y'all, y'all can't do this thing with your emotions, with God, spiritually. And that's what you do. Yeah? Oh, this is a good one today. Y'all want to talk about relationships. But we got to lay down the foundation right again. <sighs> y'all, everybody, y'all be like. Man, I'm telling you. Mm, it is, it is. We've been here praying. We want to fire God. Fire God. Fire, 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 fire. Fire God. Come now. Yes, sir. Y'all be praying that. Fire God. Come into this place. Well, the fire of God is his judgment. This is what you don't know what you're saying. And I can show you script after script. The fire of God is his judgment. How is the world going to be destroyed this time? Judgment. See, some of us ain't asked for the fire of God in our marriages, in our relationships. Fire God, come down here. What does fire do? It burns. Destroys. But guess what it does? It purifies too. It brings to the top the gold. It separates. No, y'all won't. Y'all won't. Y'all won't kindle that fire. Y'all won't fire. Fire God, come down. Okay. You want to fire God? Come fire God in this place. That's his judgment. Yeah? See, everybody should be saying, fire God, fire God. Strange fire, strange fire, strange fire, strange fire. If you talking about you love your wife or your husband and you don't do what you're supposed to do, that's strange fire. And then when she corrects you, you don't like that judgment. But that judgment is there, it's good. Judgment is good. Judgment is not bad. You keep judging me. You keep judging me. Yes, that's what the word of God supposed to do. You're not to judge the world, but we are to judge each other righteously. Because I, see, we, because I love you. We don't, I keep telling you, we saying that we operate, we don't really love. How you don't want to read a love chapter? How you got something else better to do? It don't take a few minutes. Not even that. How, 
come when you feel distress and everything is happening to you like the afflictions in the Bible says? How come you don't open that up and read that and then find the peace of God? No, 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 no. This is a tough one today. Ain't nobody running around, jumping up. When you ask for the fire, God, you just get, it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm. Burn it away. Yep, he's going to burn it away. He's going to burn it away. You're not knowing what you're saying. Fire of God come in this place. Fire of God come into my heart. Well, it's going to bring up every issue in your heart to burn it away. But you don't want it burned away. Y'all, went the easy way. I don't want to be in a church that don't challenge me to think right. We are a teaching ministry. We teach. You are the church. The church does the will of God. Y'all better see, y'all married couple, y'all come on, I need y'all. I want, I want y'all to set a good example for Shaft when he decides to take his wife. I want him to take heed to what he's hearing in here. No, I care about that. I want him to mock someone. Go ahead. Some of us can't mark our parents. But he said, I'll give you new mothers, new fathers, new family. Oh, man. Oh, man. And it's important for him to choose correctly. Because his choice is going to affect the world. Just like your marriage is supposed to affect your world, your community, your nation, your marriage. It's all about the wedding. At the end of time, what is it all about? The great consummation of the church, the bride, the groom. So he lets you have a little cosmo of that in your home. Same relationship. How are you treating your bride? She ain't my bride just one day when I said I do. She's my eternal bride. My vow to her is to God is eternal. You didn't make your vows to me. Wait, wait. You almost got to teach on like judgment because we don't really understand like what God's judgment, what he requires. I ask believers, what, is, what do you think God requires from you? And we, be, we don't even know what he requires from us. And it's evident how we treat each other. This is a good teaching right here. This is a good one. Because we got a lot of believers who really don't believe. 
We got a lot of teachers who can't really teach. I'm not supposed to teach something to make you feel good. That's to your soul. That's temporary. I need something to be engrafted, become a part of you. And the only thing that does that is truth. The only thing that does that is truth. Just because you go to church don't mean you're getting the truth. Okay. Doesn't mean you're getting the truth. There's another question I need to ask you. Hold on. How come, couples, we forget that our battle is not with flesh and blood? And it shows how you talk to each other. Ain't you tired of being deceived? Or just are you comfortable in deception? We don't know the rules of engagement. If I have something in my heart that's not edifying to you, it's no good. If I speak something to you that's not edifying, even if it's correction, it's not good. What we have a problem is discerning which is edifying. And what is you? Careful what I say to you. Because I'm going to take an account of what I said to you. But we just talk and say anything to each other how we want. You know I could you in your feelings. And that's what's ruling you. And your feelings is what's going to separate you at your day of judgment. See, if you, this is the real key. If you do the will of God, you're in there. We just don't know what the will of God is. Because it's still the will of you. Okay. Hmm. All righty. Here we go. So who forgot... That the battle was not with flesh and blood. This is I'm not gonna, I just want you to internalize that. I mean, you can raise your hand if you want, but I'm here because we're here. So who has forgotten that this battle that you're in is not with flesh and blood? See, if you understood that and was actually operating in that, that your outcome would be different every time. Some things... That a person does, you don't understand because God has them on this course. And while he's doing it, he's teaching you something like patience. But you need an incident. You need an occasion. You need a circumstance to perfect you. Show you what you need. Where your shortcomings are. But you can't discern it. You think it's the person. Then he comes immediately for the word that is sown. If you just operate in God's love, you be safe. Takes no account. <laughs> it never fails. It never fades away. 
It upholds underneath everything. That's right. It doesn't weaken. Look at it so quiet. Mm. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Let's go. Thank you all ready. Let's start here. I want to go. Yes. Uh, he just went back there. This is important. Husband and wives, do y'all love each other? Yes. I didn't hear every husband and wife. Husband and wife, do you love each other? Yes. I mean, if not, then we need to stop. And get it right. You should want to get it right. Your life is dependent upon it, and we don't see that. But I'm going to I don't know what else to say. I'm, he got me here today. I guess that's where I am. We got, as Christians, we have the poorest relationships with each other. No one wants to come to this confusion. Our relationship, my smile should draw you. Right. I got peace in my home. Right. <laughs> I told you, you miss a lot of opportunities when you don't smile. You miss the connection that you're supposed to have because you didn't smile. I didn't say all the time, but sometimes it does work. Yeah, be careful who you smile at. Might attract the wrong person. You got to have some discernment there. Amen? Got to have some discernment. All right. Don't you want to get it right? It's rough today. It's rough today. Tony, it's rough today. I, I, I ain't getting a whole lot of help. It's rough today. I'm upset. I feel, I feel uneasy when my wife and I are not on one accord. But I'm willing to do whatever it takes to stay there. I ain't worried about being right. I want what's best. I make mistakes, she make mistakes. And I guess what? I cover hers. And guess what she does? She cover mine. No, you point out yours, and you point out yours, and you point them out. You don't cover them. Am I helping you? Gonna have a, I want you to have a good, strong relationship. Huh? Which one do you want me to say again? Good, strong relationship? Oh. No, we don't. I have flaws, and she do too. But I cover hers. Love covers a multitude. So I don't, I don't amplify her shortcomings, and she don't amplify mine. I protect, and she protects me. See, this is what we do. We don't work together. We're supposed to be one. Echad. Where there's division. Where there's division. 
you allow. You, you, you say, come in to my home. To my children. You, you, ask, you, you give legal entrance when you are divided. And some of them don't just come right then. It could be five years down the line. You know, because you ain't changed yet. And I give you these circumstances to perfect you. I give you these situations to locate you. Why does it keep happening all over again? Because you didn't get it. <sighs> and I'm trying to get us where we need to go. <sighs> I couldn't be in a relationship and it's just turmoil all the time. That's not a relationship. I want the peace in my home. If I got peace in our home, we'll have peace in here. When we come together. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's go on to the word. Everybody. This is a good one, though. It's a good one. God really loves us. And I'm yielded so he'll bring to our attention what we need to work on. Instead of just going right through what I studied. It has no, it has no relevance to what I study. It's what you need today. You know why? Because I care. And caring is that you do what? You anticipate a need of someone and you bring it and present it to them today. Because I care for you. And Jesus cared for us. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Minister, let's go to... This is going to be good. Let's go to Mark chapter 4. Twenty-one through twenty-five. This is Mark chapter four at verse twenty-one. And he said to them, "Is the lamp brought in to be put under a peck measure, or under a bed, and not to be put on the lampstand? Things are hidden temporarily." only as a means to revelation. For there is nothing hidden except to be revealed, nor is anything temporarily kept secret mm. except in order that it may be made known. If any man has ears to hear, let him be listening and let him perceive and comprehend. And he said to them, be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you. Mm. And more besides will be given to you who hear. Mm. For to him who has will more be given. And from him who has nothing even what he has will be taken away by force. Wow. Oh. That's a good scripture right there. My focus on this 
Verse 24 is where my focus is going to be. Read verse 24 one more time. Verse 24. And he said to them, be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you. Mm. And more besides will be given to you who hear. So it's real important for you to hear the truth. The word is self-fulfilling. It doesn't need your interpretation. It interprets itself. Amen? Jesus said, mark the truth. Take heed. Make sure you hear the truth. I'm giving you the truth about your marriages. Your relationships. Take heed to it. Okay, no. Mm -mm, we still in our feelings. Jesus is still talking about the responsibility of the hearer. As a hearer, you have a responsibility. See, church don't teach you that when you come to church. You have a responsibility of what you hear. Okay. The hearer is responsible for hearing the truth. He is responsible for what he hears and how he interprets what is being said. A man is responsible for making sure that he has the truth. Mm -mm. That he possesses and knows the truth. He is responsible for what he hears, possesses, and knows. So you can't sit up here and say, I know I'm supposed to treat her a certain way, and then you don't do it. Not in the kingdom. I mean, is that getting anywhere in your heart right now? Men, is that getting anywhere in your heart right now? He said, take heed to what you hear. You have a responsibility to, to have of truth, to hear the truth. You have a responsibility. Okay? He is responsible for what he hears and possesses and knows. If a man filled with junk, he is responsible for that junk. If he is filled with the knowledge of the real truth, then he is also responsible for that truth. A man is accountable, that's a good word, for what fills his heart and mind. So it can't be games all the time. Can't be movies all the time. Mm -mm, no. Oh, my God. I got to get the boy out the man. I got to get the boy out the man. A man is accountable for what he fills his heart and mind with. A man is to take heed, keep guard, watch, and make sure he hears the truth. Mm. Jesus stated why a person must take heed and make sure that he hears the truth. 
this is a, this is, there is a principle of truth that takes effort in every person's life and is potentially, and it's, it is really clear, the measure, the measure to which a person gives himself to know the truth determines his reward. No, no, they ain't teach you this. So you think you're just going to die and then, hey, come on in. Mm-mm, stop, we got, a, we, got, we got another place we got to go. It's called judgment first. And we, the church don't teach this. They don't teach what you are responsible for to enter in. I'm going to make sure you, you're qualified. Okay? That's my job. See, everybody want to talk about wealth and houses and cars, but you don't love nobody. Oh, I got a scripture. Teaching I had a, a, this is another thing. When you are married, you're supposed to have intellectual, supernatural conversation. That should be the thing that stimulates you, that draws you closer. Not that you didn't put the tube on the, the top on the toothpaste and all this stupid stuff. Oh, man. It's, it's like you married this person, but you don't know them. And they don't know you. Because your foundation was laid down wrong. You went sensual. Instead of intellectual at first. Instead of spiritual first. I told you it's going to be hard to change it after that. It is a challenge. It ain't impossible, but it's a challenge. (sighs) Okay. The measure to which a person gives himself to know the truth determines his reward. The energy, the effort, and degree of commitment. The time, the depth, and thought. All that a person gives to know the truth determines his reward. Mm, come on now. Tell you about our conversation we had. Tell you about that. And, I, and he, gave me, he showed me the scripture right for it, and I was like, oh my God. Woo! I love that. To be, you should set aside time to, to connect with your wife and your spouse. To intellectually talk and spiritually and she's going to bring up some things in your character you're a bully <laughs> my wife told me mm, my communication I received it I received it it didn't start no argument it didn't start no argument she let me know she let me know. She know I'm very passionate about you getting it. And I might not be the best communicator in that, but I'm showing you I love you. And I need you to get this because this is elementary. To love your spouse and your wife, this is elementary. To take criticism from her, that's elementary. Hello? So you divide it. That's why you get upset. She's asking for something out of you that's not in you. That's why you're upset. What she said to me, I considered what she said. See, y'all don't, y'all don't do that. I told you, you got to consider. What if she's right? 
I got some work to do. I, I fix that work. I, I do. I fix it quick. I don't like to be, y'all be playing around with it. No, you mad two days, we ain't talking. What is that? I wish she would. Talking about she ain't talking to me. You see how that, you see how she responded? I wish she would. The house is burning down. We ain't talking. Childish. Childish, childish, childish. Let it find you. And then fix it. Let it find you and fix it. We wouldn't be here if we weren't here. But we're here. Mm, that was just a soft clap. Soft clapping. Okay. A person who gives himself to know the to know the truth shall be given more. Tell me about me. Tell me about me. I want the truth about me. So now I can get more. It's going to take me to another level in our relationship. Your relationships are never designed to be stagnant. They're never designed to be stagnant. They should always be moving. The momentum should be so strong. Right. It should be just as strong going downhill as uphill. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm, mm, mm. Man. Yes. And you know I won't know where around, y'all. It is the Holy Spirit. That's what people don't understand. That's what people don't really get. I'm here because I know I'm supposed to be here. Y'all don't know. They, don't, they think the gifts is, is not real and I don't hear from God. And don't follow me. And I'm not hearing from God for your life. Mm-mm. Amen. Amen. I have like five different areas I can go in. But however he wants me to go, I'm flowing. Okay? All right. Y'all going with me? All right. It's going to help. It's going to help. It's going to help our relationship. God expects us to, to really act like him. Okay. Well, he don't not talk to the bride or the groom. He don't do that. Y'all have no fear from God. No, you don't. The person who does not give himself to know the truth shall lose all. Everything will be taken from you. You don't think so? That's 25. Read 25. Read 25. Verse 25. For to him who has will more be given. And from him who has nothing, even what he has will be taken away by force. Which is nothing. By force. Okay. Take heed to what you're hearing today. If you hear it, 
More be given to you. Okay. The commitment, the energy, and the effort, the work, the knowledge, and degree to which a man gives himself to the truth, to God. Y'all missed that. Y'all missed that. The commitment, the energy, the effort, the work, and the knowledge, the degree to which a man gives himself to the truth, to God. All determines how much God is able to entrust and give to that man. That's just common sense. Y'all missed it. Can I read it again? The commitment. The energy. You got to work. The effort. The work. And the knowledge. The degree to which a man gives himself to the truth. To study. To the truth. To God. You got to give yourself to God. All determine how much God is able to entrust and give to that man. Oh, y'all want the wisdom and the mysteries and the keys to the kingdom, but you ain't committed. You ain't working. You want revelation. I told you it's hidden. Okay. I sure can. All right. The commitment, the energy, the effort, the work, and the knowledge, the degree to which a man gives himself to the truth, to God, all determines how much God is able to entrust and give to that man. Nope. Nope. And you can't bypass judgment either. Take heed to what you hear. <laughs> All right, let me move this thing along. God expects a man to seek after the truth. Start with you first. Look, look at you. Stop looking outside. Look within you first. Find out the truth about you. Hello? Find out the truth about you. I am a deceiver. Hmm. Well, if you're in here pertaining or portraying to be something you're not, you're an actor. That's what a hypocrite is, an actor. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can't be one thing at home and then come here and then expect it to be the same and nobody see who can see. Or would you prefer just call your name out? Maybe we get maybe we'll get to it faster. I'll give you a chance to volunteer. You can raise your own hand. Self-deliverance. That's another thing. No, y'all. We ain't got no fear. God expects a man to seek after truth. He abhors laziness. Selfishness. We can stop right there. Indulgence, uh -oh. uselessness. Uh -oh. oh, here's the big one worldliness. Oh, 
and ignorance. He holds a man responsible for hearing the truth. He, God, expects a man to look around and observe and subdue the world. Genesis 1.28. Mm -mm. <laughs> he expects a man to get up and go and hear a man who knows and teaches the truth. Obviously, you can't teach yourself. You can learn, but you can't teach yourself. Okay. That's 2 Timothy 1.13. I'm going I'm to make sure you didn't think of mm -mm. I'd like to complete Jewish, and we don't have that yet up here, but it says, follow the pattern of the sound teaching that you have heard from me with trust and the love which is yours in the Messiah. Yeshua. Mm-hmm. My goodness. He expects a man to sit down and study the truth. See, not just come to church. You are to study the word. Show yourself approved. What? Rightly dividing the word of truth. A workman be not ashamed. Okay. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Y'all know there's recording angels. And I was looking, I was, I was looking at the word, and you do have angels that are assigned to you. Not like the secular world, talking about, you know, you're just, it's not like that. But you do have angels that are, re, that are assigned to you. I show you that in the word, too. You do. Angels on assignment. Mm -hmm. Every time you crack open that word, every time you listen, it's being recorded. Everything you do. It's just like your subconscious. Your subconscious is, a, is nothing but a, a cloud. It records everything you see, touch, feel, everything. It's in there. Okay. <sighs> he expects a man to learn and know Christ, who is the truth. Did y'all hear that? He expects you to know him. He expects you to understand salvation. Yeah? No, nah, we, 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 don't, we, we don't know him. We know of him. But we don't know him intimately. Mm -mm. Well, that takes time. You have to spend time with somebody that you love. You know how when you first start your relationship, you want to spend time with them, talk to them all the time, want to be with them, don't want to be without them, want to know where they're at, want to know where they're going. You want to be with them, just spend time with them. Why your relationship any different when it comes to God? Maybe that's how our relationship is with each other is. I don't want to spend no time with you. I find everything else to do besides spending and connecting with you. Because you understand that you don't discern the body. I'm not just dealing with Melvin Walker. That's her flesh. That's her flesh. That's her flesh. I want to know the part of her that's just like me, my spirit. I don't need to know you by your flesh. And if you are, and if you are, we are one, we're going we gonna to respond and act the same. We ain't going to be different. 
Mm-hmm. See, we're not one. She has her own personality and I have mine. But we won. How many can last five minutes talking to your spouse without getting in an argument? Hmm. Five minutes? Two minutes? How about an hour? We ain't even talk no hour. Us. The topic is us. That's the topic. Us. No, not the movie. A man is to be judged for what he hears or what he has heard. He is to take heed to govern what he hears. He's to give himself to hearing the truth. Well, the truth is the word. So if you ain't listening or in the word, you're not hearing the truth. I ain't talking about no other books. You want to know, God, you don't read Enoch. Jubilees. Jasper, you don't know God in that way. You want to know God, you read the book. You, don't, you ain't going to get to know God and reading all these other things, these extra biblical books. You're wasting your time. No. But people like to read those things. Now, what you need to do is see the real word. It can't take root in you yet. Man. Nobody. Okay. I'm trying. Here we go. I'm going to get to this point here right quick. Remember I told you teacher and I was talking? Can I bring you into the conversation? All right. I got a whole thing on relationship, y'all. We ain't, we ain't went nowhere yet. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Let me see here. Go to Second Peter. And um, start at nine. And I have a main scripture that I want to focus in. When we'll get there, I'll let you know what that is. But just kind of set it up right now. This is Second Peter chapter three, at verse nine. The Lord does not delay, and does not tardy or slow about what he promises. According to some people's conception of slowness. Mm. But he is long-suffering, extraordinarily patient toward you, not desiring that any should perish, but that all should turn to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will vanish, pass away, with a thunderous crash, and the material elements of the universe will be dissolved with fire. Okay, here they fire again. Didn't I take that judgment? Come on. And the earth and the works that are upon it mm. will be burned up. Since all these things are thus in the process of being dissolved, 
What kind of person ought each of you to be mm. in the meanwhile, mm. in consecrated and holy behavior and devout and godly qualities, while you wait and earnestly long for, expect, and hasten the coming of the day of God, by reason of which the flaming heavens will be dissolved and the material elements of the universe will flare and melt with fire. Stop. Here we go again. That judgment. Y'all want fresh fire? In your marriage? In your relationship? You should say yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Minister. Read that again right at the top. Meanwhile. Go ahead. Right there. While you wait and earnestly long for expect and hasten the coming of the day of God by reason of which the flaming heavens will be dissolved and the material elements of the universe will flare and melt with fire. Mm -hmm. Verse 13. But we look for new heavens and a new earth according to his promise in which righteousness Uprightness, freedom from sin, and right standing with God is to abide. Come on. So, beloved, since you are expecting these things, be eager to be found by him mm -hmm. at his coming, without spot or blemish, and at peace, in serene confidence. Hold free on. Stop. No, in conflict. See, because I'm telling you how we talk, you don't know, nor do you care that he could come. And this coming don't mean that he's going to crack the sky. That means that you could die. Now, when you, that's right now, you're going to be there, but, but you've been talking to her wrong. You've been treating her wrong. Or you've been treating him wrong. It worked both ways. But we don't, we don't govern ourselves like this. That's why you can go three days and don't talk to each other. There's no fear. There's no fear. Because you don't discern who she is. I told you, I'm not talking to Melvin Walker. I don't deal with Melvin Walker. That's her flesh. Who I deal with is my relationship as my wife. Y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all not dealing with her like that. You men, you're not dealing with her like she is the bride of Christ. Y'all, man, I'm, I'm going, I'm getting someplace. Come on, let's go, let's get this thing. Come on. Be eager to be found by him at his coming, without spot or blemish, you hear and that? at peace, and at peace. You ain't supposed to be in disarray when he comes or any kind of conflict. Come on. In serene confidence, mm. free from fears and agitating passions and moral conflicts. Look at your emotions. And consider that the long suffering of our Lord, his slowness in avenging wrongs and judging the world is salvation. 
that which is conducive to the soul's safety. Even as our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you according to the spiritual insight given him. Mm, mm, mm. Come on. Verse 16. This is where my focus. Speaking of this as he does in all of his letters, there are some things in those epistles of Paul that are difficult to understand, which the ignorant and unstable twist and misconstrue to their own utter destruction, just as they distort and misinterpret the rest of the scriptures. Hold up. So my conversation with my wife and I, was we were looking over some teachings and stuff that people have, and I'm like, what, what is this? How come they're preaching this? I want to know, because that's not what the word says. I'm asking, well, what's, and you see it all over the body. And then you sit right in the pew. And you say, amen. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But he said, Paul, teach a hard thing. I, I got, and I got, I, I want to go. If, oh, man. And I got one of the hard things. And we don't really understand. Anyway, we're going to go right here. Read this again. Speaking. Speaking of this, as he does in all of his letters. Paul. Hold on. You know, this Peter talking, right? right? He's read Paul's. Okay, letter, right? Come on. There are some things in those epistles of Paul mm. that are difficult to understand, which the ignorant and unstable twist and misconstrue to their own utter destruction, just as they distort and misinterpret the rest of the scriptures. Teacher, he answered the question just like that. And I'm, I'm like, man, I want to make sure that I don't do this. I want to make sure that I don't do this to you. Because I have to take an account of what I hear and what I say to you. So if I'm doing it, then you should obey. You should comply. Because many of us have been in church all time, all our life, and still are getting a interpretation, a different utterance of what the Spirit is really saying. There is no Spirit. There is no Gospel of, of, of prosperity. There is no gospel. And you're supposed to be keepers of the faith, the truth, because you studied. And you've heard what the truth is. This, this is a powerful scripture, y'all. They distort and misinterpret the rest of the scriptures. So what now I'm going I'm to teach on this and then now all the other scriptures that I'm going to teach you on are going to be misinterpreted because of that scripture. Love. He said the greatest command that you love one another. 
And my faith works by love ain't about things. I don't use my faith for things. That's that's how the world does it. I didn't come to the kingdom to get things. I had houses, cars before I came to the kingdom. So that don't that's not what's driving me. Why is it driving the ministry or why is it driving the body of Christ? things too and you can have them things you don't need faith for that just be a good steward over your money and your job you'll have that this thing is about salvation you saw that long suffering y'all saw that long suffering is salvation okay why come why come you haven't done it quickly go back to nine real quick go back to nine Verse 9, the Lord does not delay and is not tardy Mm. or slow about what he promises. According to some people's conception of slowness. Listen. But he is long-suffering, extraordinarily patient Mm. toward you, not desiring that any should perish, but that all should turn to repentance. So back in the day, they wanted everybody, you know, the Lord's coming, he's coming, he ain't coming, he ain't coming. But he's long-suffering because I hadn't got there yet. And he will not come until the last person accepts him. Then he's going to come. See, this is his long-suffering. This is why I said loneliness and and slowness. This is his salvation. This is salvation. And this is what we don't get. He's, He's waiting for you to get it right. Because if I come and you in broken fellowship right now, the judgment is on you. How are you treating the church? No, he's long suffering. He's gonna, he gonna wait until you get it right and give you another chance. He's gonna give you another chance to get it right. Because he's long suffering. He's patient, extraordinarily patient with us. I told you some of us don't have the time that we think we have. Better get it right. I'm just saying, teacher. I didn't. Oh, did we finish? Did we go to what? What's the last one we ended up at? Okay, go to, go to 18. Start at 16 again. Yeah. Verse 16. Speaking of this, as he does in all of his letters. There are some things in those epistles of Paul that are difficult to understand, which the ignorant and unstable twist and misconstrue to their own utter destruction, just as they distort and misinterpret the rest of the scriptures. Verse 17. Let me warn you, therefore, beloved, that knowing these things beforehand, You should be on your guard, Mm. lest you be carried away by the error of lawless and wicked persons and fall from your own present firm condition, your own steadfastness of Mm. mind. Verse 18, but grow in grace 
undeserved favor, spiritual strength, and recognition and knowledge and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. To him be glory, honor, majesty, and splendor, both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. So, so be, be it. it. Woo! Man. This is why it's so important to hear the word of God. This is why it's so important to be taught the true word, the truth of God. And he's going to start at your home. See, this is, this, is, this is so serious right here. What you're going to, you're accountable. You're accountable for what you hear. Stop hearing you. And hear the word of God about your situation. You will not let you. He cannot go. I, I got some I didn't even get to go where I need to go. Who read who read first John four today? Okay, that's in my notes. See, I know you're right in there. Can't get to it right now, or we'll break it down whenever. I think teacher's teaching next week. Is that right? You just say it. <laughs> man, I want to. Man. She ain't said nothing. She was silent. Where you go is truly life and death. Where you go is truly life and death because you could be in. There's so much more. There's so much more that you have to take heed to what you hear. And you're, you are accountable for what you hear because that's how you get your reward. It's what you heard. And what did you do with what you heard? Well, if you heard him tell you that you're supposed to live in peace, then I suggest you better live in peace. You better find a way to live in peace. Because you don't know when he's coming. And then, what you, what you going to say to him then? What will you say to him then? Well, you going to do like Adam? The woman that you gave me? I put the responsibility in you. I gave you the responsibility because you are the man you are the head and we work together you you're not together if you don't work together you're not together you're not growing you can grow individually but we're not growing we're supposed to grow together there's so much more i wanted to talk i didn't even get into relationships or i did but he had to take holy spirit had to take care of some other things in the spirit first, before yeah. we get to the four types of relationships, I want to show y'all where we are. Uh, well, I believe that you'll be. Hey, she's on. You'll be teaching al almost. <laughs> you'll be teaching also next Sunday if you want to go into the four types of you relationships. Just tell me. You just. Um, we're discussing. Want to remain we're discussing in order. Over dinner. Yes, amen. <laughs> <laughs> It takes a strong woman to submit. 
It takes a smart, highly intellectual, wise woman to submit. You're wise. Yeah. You're wise. This is why you submit. You can throw cute in there too. Cute. (laughs) (laughs) But she knows what she is submitting to. Yep. (laughs) I don't submit to chaos and confusion. No. I ain't gonna bring it now. I submit to a solid leader who's led by the creator. I totally submit my will, my desires, what I want to the will of God through the man of God because of his relationship with God. But it takes a strong woman, a very wise woman, mature woman in things of God and also of the world. I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. Right. So in saying that, I am, I've learned and I'm still learning my husband. I told the minister this morning that I am always learning my husband. I'm learning her. Always. I observe how He tried to reach me because I want to be found. Mm-hmm. Hear me. I, when we communicate, this is the highest form. Marriage is the highest form of communication. So marriage is the highest form of communication. It cannot be expressed any more or any higher than through communication. The failure of communication in a marriage is the failure of your marriage. Absolutely. Absolutely. We were talking yesterday, and I learned another part of him. The part where I say that he's a bully. Explain, expound on that. So we're talking, right? <laughs> I'm too short to be a bully. And anyway. <laughs> he says too short to be too a bully. Short. I mean, they the main people be bullies. Them <laughs> short people. <laughs> well, like it, I, look, but when it get like that, I'm like, back, back. Back down. And you have to learn, even in what could appear to be uh, an intense or a conflicting situation, that you still have a light heart. And just because you're going to go somewhere to where it's not light in the heart, it's not going to take me there. Because I need you to come to where I am. Because where I am right now is where Holy Spirit is. And right now, you are grieving Holy Spirit. Naturally, and conversation, so we're just, we're talking about, and the things that we, pastor, gets to be a bully in is about you all. So I'm mad at y'all. He was talking about you all. Always got you on his mind. So we're talking about, he was talking about you all. 
And he was expressing how he, what he thought about what we need to do to help improve your growth. This man, yeah. That's our life. Our life is you. Okay. I'm like, God dang it. So.